Welcome to the OA Serenity Sunday Meeting Podcast. Visit the Los Angeles Intergroup at oalaig.org for information on how to join our meeting live and how to donate to support this meeting and our podcasts. The opinions expressed on the Serenity Sunday Podcast are those of the individual speakers and do not represent OA as a whole. And now our speaker. Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Eric G, and I am a compulsive overeater. I'm so grateful to be here. Um, I am part of uh, the um, Orange County Pizza Box group, and we used to come down to the face-to-face way back in the day when there was face-to-face meetings, and uh, and it was great. I loved, you know, I love the process of get, finding a parking spot and then putting a chip down on a chair so that you can save a spot for your friend. But then I think there was a rule about that. You can only save so many spots or I don't know what the heck it was. You know, it was, just, it was great. And then we were, uh, we were obnoxious and loud. We'd shout hope. If anybody ever said hope during the, we just hope. And it was awesome. And I'm sure a lot of, a lot of our friends were happy to see us go. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I love, I love this meeting. Um, such a great meeting. I'm grateful that, uh, you know, that we're on Zoom and we get to be together like this. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't be able to show up. I've got kids and, um, and they might pop in during the meeting, by the way. So is what it is, don't you know? Um, I came into program uh, in 1981 and, uh, and I got this thing solid and I worked it and, and I was great and fantastic and amazing forever. Except, you know, None of that is true. Um, I just came in looking for another diet and calories club and uh, you failed me there. So I left and then I came back in, I think, 85 through um, uh, rehab for eating disorders because at that time it it was necessary. <laughs> you know, I tried everything else and, and, and I thought, hey, how about rehab? That'll fix me. So uh, rehab took me back to OA. Oh, you know, they, uh, they, they took us to a meeting. Actually, every day of the week, they took us to an OA meeting, you know, and it was horrible um, because, uh, you know, I was a teenager. I had the attention span of a gnat and um, you guys just talk too much. You just seriously just, oh, God, as a, as a kid, I thought, you know, just kill me now. I'll, I'll stop eating. Just please stop talking. You know, because there were, there's one person that talks forever and then they start raising their hands and then they pick on other people to keep talking. And then after the meeting, they talk about what they talked about. Like, oh, God, geez, Louise, you know, and uh, it was all I could do to stay awake in these meetings. And every once in a while, something would kind of creep through. And this man was speaking from the podium because back in the 80s, huge, huge meetings, no pun intended, but, you know, there'd be a podium and a microphone and you know standing room only if you showed up late and this guy was saying you know blah 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 recovery you know spirituality higher power la 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 and uh and then he said that he lost a lot of weight and and so i heard that you know well what what what, what what's what's going on pal tell me more like does she have a car and uh 
And he says, well, I know that you're looking for all the answers to all your problems. So I'm going to let you know what it is. And I was, I was at the edge of my seat and, and I, and I, and I uh, really wanted to know so that I can, you know, get that information and leave. But then he said, so the answer to all your problems is get a sponsor. Number one, get a sponsor. Number two, follow that sponsor's direction. And uh, you got to understand, I mean, it's, it's true today too, but back then, especially when I was a kid, um, I don't like people telling me what to do. I don't mind, you know, the recovery end of it. I don't mind losing the weight. I don't mind feeling better about myself. Just don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I don't want to call up some stranger or approach some guy and say, hey, would you sponsor me? Because this guy's likely going to say, yeah, I'll sponsor you. I'm going to need you to call people <laughs> that you've never met. And uh, make outreach calls every day. You know, I, I don't know about you, but I don't like talking to people. And I certainly don't want to call any strangers. You know, who wants that? And, you know, I'm going to suggest that you eat this food and read this book and go to these meetings. And I would suggest that you begin a relationship with a power greater than yourself. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, that did not seem like a good idea at the time. So I did not do that. You know, I did not do that. And I, and I just, you know, I'm a professional dieter. I've been dieting since the seventies, you know? So I just applied my powers of diet to this. So I came and went as I pleased because you can do that. You don't have to, you don't have to get a sponsor in Overeers Anonymous to be a member of Overeers Anonymous. You don't have to have a food plan or um, a religious background or a spiritual belief system or, you know, it, any of the things that, that the program has to offer, the gifts that the program has to offer, it's not necessary to be uh, a member of our program. We have a third tradition which states quite clearly that the only requirement for OA membership is an honest desire to stop eating compulsively. And that's what led me to, here, to these rooms. So with that, I applied my power of diet, you know, and I love my diets. You know, back in, back in the 70s, they had, uh, before it was a horrible and debilitating disease, AIDS was a delicious caramel that also came in chocolate and you consume this thing, it goes into your stomach and it expands and then you overcome your spiritual malady or, you know, just polish off the entire box. And, and then there was this one thing, um, this drink, this drink that came in a steel can, it was called Seago and their slogan is Seago is great for your ego. And it was great for my ego. It was fantastic. I felt fantastic about myself because I was drinking my Seago and I thought to myself, you know what Seago needs? a sandwich. Yes. I will have a sandwich with that and maybe some fries, you know, because it's a good compliment to any meal, you know, also put it on ice cream if you want to. It's okay. It's fine because you've got Seago, you know, and it's going to be okay. As long as you have that diet connection, you know, at least that's what I thought because I sponsored myself. <laughs> I don't need you. I can come to this program. I can employ my power of diet and I can sponsor myself. And it was awesome. And I came and went and you know what? I lost weight. Do you know why I lost weight? Because I'm a professional dieter, you know, but that was all that was important to me was that I lost weight, you know, and then I shared, I even shared at meetings and people asked me to speak, believe it or not. It was in, in retrospect, why would you ask me to speak? I have nothing to say. I've got nothing to share. <laughs> I, there's nothing that I can impart in you that's going to actually be of any benefit. But you know, hell, yeah, I'll share. 
I'll share my crazy. It's all good. So yeah, I, I you know, and, and then I would leave and I'd come back and I'd leave and I'd come back, which is fantastic about this program. And I love o- Over Ears Anonymous for that. You know, I love that we have these traditions that, to, that we lean on and we don't have, you know, the OAPD coming at you saying, I'm sorry, sir, but uh, I'm going to have to write you a citation. You don't seem to have a sponsor or know anything at all about the steps or traditions. We're going to have to ask you to leave. You know, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, I, and I didn't know anything about the steps or the traditions, you know, at the time. And I just, I just, I was on a diet and came to program and it was beautiful and it was enough and it was perfectly fine. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that, you know? And, and then one day, Back in 1994, I got, I met this guy, we'll call him Conrad because that's his name. And Conrad, he took me through the steps for the very first time. I experienced what all you people were talking about. All the blah, blah, blah turned into actual words that meant something that, you know, set me into um, action instead of thinking. I was, I always like to take things home and think about them and, you know, write copious lists out of, you know, even as a kid, I did that. I'd write all these lists of things I'm going to be doing today that are going to help me with this compulsion because I knew that I had a, I had a, uh, a problem, you know, I have a weight problem. I didn't really have a definition at the time, but you know, it's a weight problem and I fix it. So I'm going to make this list and I'm going to follow the list. And everything's going to be perfect. And yeah, that never worked out obviously, but you know, this man, he took me through the big book and introduced me to the steps and the traditions and the concepts and the tools, and, uh, the spiritual principles. And, and it was just like, wow, this is awesome. And I stayed with this man for about a year and I lost over 80 pounds. And, you know, we worked on all kinds of things that had, you know, a lot of it had nothing to do with food or weight. He's like, you know, you should go back to college and uh, um, you should, you should stop using credit cards because, you know, um, you should never actually own a credit card, Eric. That's, that's, that was, that was always a bad idea for you, <laughs> you know, and you know, we worked on a bunch of stuff and, and, you know, uh, again, not food related. And so, yeah, I got, I got super, super connected to my higher power. And as I overcame my spiritual malady, as the big book says, I started to, you know, straighten out mentally and physically and I sponsored people, you know, I ran the, I, I went through the steps and sponsoring people. And it was awesome. And I'd go to the meetings and, and, you know, after the meetings, people would approach me and they would say really wonderful, meaningful and fantastic things about what I had said and how it impacted their lives. And, and they would also, you know, throw in, you know, and you look great, Eric. And, 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 and it was just, it was just a compliment, you know, compliments are a good thing. Somebody says something nice to you, you say, thank you. And then you let it go. But, you know, I didn't learn that part. Um, so I internalized these things. It wasn't God, it was me. And that's relapse. <laughs> it doesn't mean I was compulsively overeating. Um, all I'm capable of on my own without my higher power is isolation and compulsive overeating and all that that brings with it. That's all I'm capable of. That's me. With, with my higher power, who I choose to call God, uh, so much more you know, of things that I'm not capable of. Like, you know, of course, not compulsively overeating just for a day. <laughs> you know, uh, that's, that's all God. Um, but uh, yeah, I started accepting credit for it. So that, so that I began my path to relapse. 
you know, because I'm amazing, Eric. And I know I'm amazing because you told me I'm amazing. And I, and I didn't just say, you know, I didn't just say, thank you. I would say, you know, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Well, I lost this weight because I, you know, worked hard and I, you know, did the things that I needed to do as if I'm even capable of, I mean, it was so ridiculous, you know, looking back on the, on the, on the things that were coming out of my mouth, I was like, man, Eric, you should not talk. You should have not talked <laughs> during the nineties. You should have just sat in the meetings, fly on the wall, soak it in, you know, but no, I had something to say and, uh, and it was all relapse, 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 relapse. And then eventually I did take that first compulsive bite because I knew that I was better than you. I knew that, you know, I, I'm just, I'm crushing it, you know? So I became a rock star in OA, which a lot of people do, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. Enjoy your rock star status. Enjoy your being super thin and being better than everybody else and feel bad for those poor, poor newcomers and people that are returning. Go ahead. <laughs> enjoy you know because what happens to all of us from what i've known witnesses it's it's inevitable you know it's inevitable um so i didn't come back to program this time until 2005 in 2005 i came in with a little bit more weight <laughs> i was uh i was 540 pounds never been that heavy before i didn't think i could be that heavy you know as the big book says, as I was preaching before I left, you know, this, this is a progressive illness. It gets worse, never better. And, uh, and that applies to me too. So when I came back to program, I had to uh, first unpack the lies that, that, uh, that I brought with me. Um, and one of the first lies that I came in with is that this, this you know, it's all about the food and the weight. That's a lie. This has nothing to do with food or weight. In fact, even at 540 pounds, I didn't have a food or a weight problem. I did have a spiritual malady. I had a problem with the way I think and act and behave, but no, you know, I never, I didn't, that wasn't the deal. It wasn't a problem, the issue, or I should say. And uh, I think uh, I too, I came back with, with the ideology of comfort and reward as it applies to food lies. Because when I eat the way I eat, I never feel comforted. You know, after a hard day, I reward myself with food. The next day I wake up, I never think, wow, I'm so grateful that I rewarded myself like that. I'm so grateful that I ate all that food. No, I wake up in regret. Comfort and reward apply to others. They don't, it doesn't apply to me. It can't be me, you know, because it's always for me, it's a punishment. The, the level of food that I eat, the amount of food that I eat and the way I feel afterwards, it's never a positive experience. And then I had to let go of the word failure. You know, where's my tissues? I got a nosy there. I had to let go of the word failure because it doesn't apply in Overeaters Anonymous, which is kind of a mind blowing thing, you know, but I learned this from my sponsor, you know, uh, it's failure doesn't apply here. People that like myself and others that compulsively overeat or take that first compulsive bite aren't failures because That's we do. First 15. Thank you. We're not failures. We're powerless. <laughs> There's a difference, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and, uh, you know, um, I don't, uh, I let go of that ideology of sticking 
with the winners because uh, it denotes that, that everybody else is losers, you know? So I don't believe in winners and losers. I learned that this time around. I believe that uh, there are people that have surrendered like myself for today and others. Um, and there are people that are, you know, waiting to surrender and we support each other wherever we find ourselves on this spiritual journey. We, we support each other because every single one of us is just one little bite away from oblivion, you know? So we need each other in this. No winners and no losers, you know? A, a, a winner, I guess, would be somebody who has been bent and broken and defeated and annihilated to the point where they're actually willing to listen to somebody, you know? Ask for help and do that thing. Um, and then there was the biggest, you know, one of the biggest things was I want to be a Four normal minutes left. Thank you. I want to be a normal eater. And uh, uh, that's never going to happen because I am a normal eater. I've always been a normal eater. I'm a normal compulsive overeater. It's normal for me to think about food the way I do. It's normal for me to, to eat off somebody else's plate or out of the trash can. That's normal behavior for me. And that's okay. I'm a normal compulsive overeater. Also, I've always been a normal compulsive reader, even since childhood, you know, and I've always wanted to be something I'm not. So I let that go, you know, and another big thing here is, is the word restrictive does not apply in Overeaters Anonymous. And here's why. If I wake up at two o'clock in the morning, because I have to go to the bathroom and decide, hey, I'm going to go in my car, go to fast food and buy $20 worth of stuff and eat it, you know, um, that. I have to do because I'm restricted to that behavior when I'm in my disease. Now, if I come to Overeaters Anonymous and you say, hey, I would like you to have an abstinent breakfast. This is oatmeal and a banana. That means abstinence and just have two servings and that's enough or less if that's too much. And this is your lunch and this is your dinner. And I say, oh no, I can't do that. That's restrictive. Um, that's a lie because I could just tell you, no. At two o'clock in the morning, when I'm on my way to get that food, I don't have a choice. That behavior is restrictive. Overeaters Anonymous and the food plans that it has are optional. You know, come and go as you want, do as you want. That's, this is not restrictive. Nothing anyone on the line can tell me to eat right now is restrictive. It's optional. And so what I've learned about my disease over the years is, uh, yeah, food, people sometimes mention food specific in a meeting. I'm not going to go over a bunch of foods. It's not necessary, but you know, it's not, it's not mentioning food. It's consciousness. That's my trigger. <laughs> when I wake up, I'm in trouble, you know, and I have a choice to make. Am I going to do what I'm asked to do with my sponsor or I'm going to do what I want to do, you know? And then of course, you know, um, with my sponsor's help, not just abstinent food, but the amounts is because I know that my my compulsion is triggered if I eat point, past the point of full. So I need assistance, you know, with that. And that's where my sponsor comes in. And, um, you know, I think the biggest, um, the, the, or, the, or the fastest way I should say to, to relapse for me is, is thinking. You know, thinking is not one of our nine tools. <laughs> my sponsor really doesn't care to know, you know, what I think about this thing. He just needs to know uh, that I understand the direction and I'm, that I'm following the direction given, you know, and the greatest gift that I've been gifted in this program that I, what I wasn't even, I never even asked for it was that the obsession was lifted. 
you know, and I don't know that my obsession was ever was lifted in my first recovery, but with this last one, it was amazing. I was still over 500 pounds, but the obsession was lifted. Can you imagine that to just not think about food that it's not the driving force of the day, that it's not the reason, you know, I'm going to work, but I'm going to stop at this place and I'm going to be at work, but there's going to be something at my desk. So it's going to be okay. And I have to drive home, but I'm going to stop at this other place, you know, before dinner, because I might get hungry while I'm eating, you know, and all of that just stop. Can you fathom that? I just, I was just, you know, in that moment when the obsession was lifted, just God, you know, and from that point on, God, 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 because again, I say, I'm not capable of any of this stuff. I love to isolate and repulsively read. I love me some food and some sweet isolation. You know, it's the best, Your but time's up. thank you. But, you know, one day at a time, I take contrary action as a result of following my sponsor's direction. And if you're new or returning and you want this thing, do that. Thanks for letting me share.